You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and welcome to season two of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. This season, we are focusing on my guests' legacies, lesson learned, and other fun topics I hope you'll enjoy. Before we get to my guest today, I'd like to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to my show. I'd also like to give an extra special shout out to my Patreon family for supporting this podcast on a deeper level. To become a member, visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc for more information. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, I am chatting with dancer, trainer, and recent graduate, Dr. Sherelle Williams. When we come back, we'll be talking with Sherelle about what she wants her legacy to be, lessons learned, her own weight loss journey, tips for keeping your body moving, and much more. So stay tuned. Let's move into some talk about the legacy you want to create for yourself, because you are just starting out. So when you when you think forward, and this is coming from a place for me during this time of the pandemic, I mean, I thought a lot about um, death and, uh, you know, how precious life is and what changes I could make in myself to to leave a better legacy for when I'm not here. So that's where this whole idea comes from. Um, um, so for you, so like here, you're just starting out on your career years from now, when, when you aren't doing this anymore, um, what would you, how would you like people to remember you? Or when people think back on like Dr. Sherelle Williams, what do you want them to like, be like, this is what, like, what do you want them to think about? Mm. I want them, I want them to say, you know, she didn't strip away who she was as an artist to conform to the medical field. Mm. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) it's so funny being, you know, being a dancer. Perfect. Oh my God, it's gonna be perfect. Um, I don't know if you know Jaquel Knight, right? So he's the choreographer for Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion. And then Mm -hmm. they just put out the body challenge. And I was like, oh, I want to do this challenge. And then there was like a small part of me was like, but can Dr. Williams be twerking on Instagram? I was like, (laughs) first of all, like, is this unprofessional? And I was like, no, actually, I'm going to be, I'm going to twerk on Instagram. And that's not going to mean that my care is going to be any less or that I'm any less educated. I like to have a good time. I was dancing before I got this title and this degree, and that's not going to change. I'm not uptight and snooty or what. We're going to have a good time. You're going to smile. You're going to laugh. And you're going to learn something. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Be who you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, what do you hope? Uh, what do you hope the world of dance learns from you? From from all that you want to accomplish when, when you open your own studio? When you when you know you're you're able to um to really create your own uh you know dance world. I got you. Um, well, 
So I kind of have these three pillars or like parts of my overall mission in mm-hmm. life, right? So the first part is keep them on stage as long as possible, mm. right? Um, and that comes whether you're injured uh-huh. um, and it's like, hey, well, if we're going to go there, I, when I talk to artists, a lot of them are like, I feel like I let my castmates down or I feel like I'm weak or I got to hide this part of me mm. and they end up doing more damage than not. So, you know, on the, the injury side, as a as a physical therapist, I'm sort of like, OK, let's let's love in ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, before we even start, I need you to say out loud that you are the fiercest thing to ever hit these New York streets, honey. Okay. Say it out loud. Say it three times. Okay. Now we can get started. <laughs> because, <laughs> right? the, because that mental, that mental, that negative mental talk that you're doing is causing more physical injury than you realize. Yes. And it's so deep. We're so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. and we're, we're picking ourselves apart. Other pe- directors are, and choreographers are picking us apart all of the time. So for me, I feel like for me to keep you on stage as long as possible, whether injured or not injured, we got to get that mindset part handled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then we can move forward. You know, so that's like the first section. The second pillar is improve their quality of life. So like this is a very large goal and it's more down the line. But I really want to provide performing artists with tools to make money online Mm. so they don't have to be affected by the constraints of the entertainment world. And what I mean by Mm. that is I've heard dancers be like, oh, well, it's three months until I get my check or I, you know, Mm. I've got to. I need my body needs to rest, but I can't rest because I don't have any money. So, so when I'm I should be resting, I'm taking on extra classes and I'm teaching. And so, if you have a way to make money that's maybe online, it's low impact on your body. The quality of life improves because you can afford your rent, you can afford your groceries, and even beyond that, or the massage that you need, or mm-hmm. you know whatever that may be. You don't have that stress and that worry of like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Where am I going to find money for this? And when that stress is gone, you as an artist are better, right? Mm -hmm. Think about how that stress impacts you and the way you portray that role. And, you know, you can strip that away. Boom. You can embody that character because you don't have to worry about that. Yes. Yes. You know, and then the third thing is to create artistic job opportunities and compensate them properly for it. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. No. Yes, <laughs> no one can see me, I'm like snapping. <laughs> <laughs> but as a, a choreographer, which is like really what I, you know, I've always wanted to do, I mean, I did do, but I wanted to do it on a larger scale. You know, I want to have a company and I want to first create work that touches society, but also I want to be able to hire artists and musicians and let them share their stories and let them, you know, create the works that they want to create mm-hmm. without the politics that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Here's your coin, sweetie. And, and let me know what your rate is. There's yes. no need to negotiate. I don't have any more questions for you. Here is your rate. 
go ahead and go ahead and create for me. Thank yes. you. Pay people what they're worth. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's down the line, y'all, because I'm still new. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you're just starting out. So, I mean, it'll take a little bit to get there, but I know you're going to get there. Oh, yeah. We yeah. don't play games. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> we are going to play a game a little later in this interview, but we don't but we don't play games with life. <laughs> Say it, okay? Yes. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, Sherelle is going to give us some tips on how to keep moving as many of us continue to work from home. And then we are going to talk about Sherelle's own weight loss journey. So don't go anywhere. We have much more with Dr. Sherelle Williams. Growing up as a latchkey kid in a small town in Maine, I always assumed I was safe. After all, unless it makes national news, murder isn't something people talk about around here. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Murder, She Told is a true crime podcast featuring crime stories, unsolved murders of missing persons, and baffling cold cases from my home state of Maine, New England, and small towns across America. These are the crime stories your hometown doesn't want to talk about. The mysteries buried deep in the newspaper archives of local American history. These are the homicides you've probably never heard of before. Through detailed storytelling and connections with family, friends, and investigators closest to the case, Murder, She Told will hit home for any true crime fan, whether you're from Maine or from away. Visit MurderSheTold.com to suggest your hometown crime story. And subscribe now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Kristen Seavey, and this is Murder, She Told. Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Sherelle and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. As I mentioned before the break, many of us are still working from home. So can you give us some exercises or tips as to how we can keep ourselves moving and limber during this extended time at home? I don't wouldn't necessarily call these exercises, but it is going to help them with the the issues that come with sitting down all day. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I want to say is we need to be standing up every 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and or Mm -hmm. purchasing a standing desk. Like those are my go-tos because guess what? That back pain is going to hit because we've been sitting on these couches and these chairs and they are not supportive. So this kind of like gets you in a new position, right? Mm-hmm. The second thing, which I feel like every artist should have regardless, I hope so, because we are all athletes, but a foam roller. So mm-hmm. like when you're on your like your lunch break or your little in between that Zoom call, get on the floor real quick, foam roll like the lower back and the upper back. Mm-hmm. Think like self-massage vibes. Mm-hmm. And then also there's something called an acupressure mat. I don't know if you've heard of it. I haven't. Okay, so it's basically like this little mat has a little piece of foam in it, but it has like these little spikes. Uh-huh. It's sort of uncomfortable, but what happens is, you know, you'll relax into it. You'll take some deep breaths mm-hmm. and those really tight, intense muscles that are in like your lower back mm-hmm. will be released from these like pressure points that are on the mat. And it mm. is like a game changer when you just need something like like quick 15 minutes i don't know read up on something or if you can lay down and prepare or type notes on your phone and then boom i'm back up for the for the next zoom call and we're ready to go <laughs> um and then oh was that two no that was i think that was three that was three 
The standing desk, the foam roller, and the mat. Oh, well, I kind of put those together. Oh, but I okay. Want to say, so then that's two. <laughs> I wanted to say one more because it's so, so important. Um, I would be preparing to start a body fund. Mm. Um, I know right now, you What's know, that? money is tight. Okay, so basically, um, something that I feel like a lot of artists don't really realize is insurance companies don't care that you're on stage. Mm-hmm. They care, okay, I'm injured, so I can bathe myself, I can carry my groceries, I can walk up the stairs. Now, honey, you want that triple pirouette and you want that leg to whack that face, insurance company isn't paying for that. Mm. <laughs> or if you're not injured at all and you just need you know, something that's very specialized and, and customized to you, you know, as a performing artist, they're also not paying for that. And there are, there are, there are the physical therapy places that specialize with working with dancers. However, because they work with insurance companies, that care is limited. Mm. So you be prepared to pay to pay out of pocket or if it's like getting a massage mm-hmm. put 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 the coin away so okay the life opens back up once a month i can get this massage mm. or you know what i mean whatever you need that's your yeah. body fund stay ready <laughs> that's great advice <laughs> yeah. yes i love that i love that and it's a great testament as to just a few reasons why people should come to your physical therapy office when they need help because you're very knowledgeable you give great advice and um that's just a few reasons why you should um you should go to dr sherelle williams (laughs) well thank you (laughs) or actually you know i don't have an office so you let me come to you honey okay i pull up to ripley (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) wherever you need me to pull up oh yeah i love it i love it (laughs) well let's find out a little bit more about you Um, So one of the things that really struck me um, prior to us talking today about your story was your own weight loss journey and your own um, journey in the world of dance. Can you share with us how you got into dance? What made you want to start going on this weight loss journey? Um, What have been some benefits for you? Yes, of course. So... To, to start, my introduction into dance was actually a community show mm-hmm. called The Chocolate Nutcracker, uh-huh. which is in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, it's also, I don't know if your listeners are kind of into concert dance, but, you know, Calvin Royal, he's a principal with um, AVT. Mm. That's how I met him. He was also in the Chocolate Nutcracker, and we all went to the same performing arts high school. So, you know, I'm doing hip hop. I'm doing African. Ga, ga, ga. Killing it. And then, you know, there starts to be more advanced pieces. Mm. Um, so on the, the regular Nutcracker, you know, we have scenes like Egypt and Jazzland, and they required mm. more technical styles of dance. And I was like, oh, I want to do ballet and I want to do modern so I can be in these more technical pieces. And, you know, I just so happened to be, you know, a cute 270 and a size mm-hmm. 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't even make a leotard. Like the dance stores didn't have a leotard that that fit me. So I had mm. to buy the largest size, send it to a seamstress. And, you know, that's 
that's how, what I did. And that's how I kind of got into it. I, I'm, I was a late bloomer. Like most people start ballet and modern, like when they're two, three. Uh-huh. Um, but it was great. I went to a very supportive studio. However, I do feel like in me, in my training in some areas, I didn't, I didn't make it because of my size, mm. uh, you know, and I think I kind of said to myself, well, I'm not getting into BFA programs, so I'm going to find something else and make some money and then eventually get back to the arts. Mm. And here we are as a physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's been, it's been, it's been great. And I feel like it's been leading me to better care for, um, dancers and performing mm. artists because you, you never stop being an artist exactly exactly mm. and that's just that's just as important as being out there on stage performing for people all that care and and um recovery is is so important because you you can't dance injured i mean you can but then you'll injure yourself even more mm. yeah so um I think it's it's a great route that you're going, and um, I love I love the idea that you're like I want to make I want to make money, and then I'm gonna come back to the world of dance, and you're gonna conquer it. Yeah, and it's so political, and I also didn't realize how political it got until mm. I got older, and all of my friends are performing artists, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this person got it, not because. Not because they're, you know, they're better, but because of X, Y, Z, or they know this mm-hmm. person. or they, And I was like, I've got time for this, honey. We're going to make the money and I'm going to have money to pay y'all. And I'm going to create whatever the heck I want to create. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's talk about lessons that you've learned. Let's get into it. Okay. So f- my first question is, what is one mistake you made in your dance career that has now made you a better dancer oh not cross training and no one told me to cross train either Mm. i don't know about like the old like the old school dolls i don't know if it's still like this but it was like oh my god you don't run your legs will get bulky you don't do that and come to find out now that you know i've gone through the the doctorate i'm like no actually i work out and we're getting that triple pirouette boom Mm -hmm. oh wait i I pulled up i'm on my leg because i was doing something outside of dance Mm. interesting (laughs) oh yes and i think that's a thing artists are like i want to get better so i need more dance i need more dance and i'm like no actually don't go to dance class and hit a Pilates class mm. or have a training session in the gym so that you have balance within your body, right? Because we don't have any balance. We're turned out all the time. We're doing the right. same movements over and over. And then, you know, no shade, no, no tea, no shade, honey. But then they'll be like, oh, I do floor bar, <laughs> which is also cute but it still puts you in the same exact positions mm. that dance or ballet puts you in. You're just on the floor. So you have to do these other exercises to help balance out your body, balance out the muscles that you're working and make sure you're working these other muscles to, to strengthen these other muscles that will then help you with your dance. 
Yes. And I even say, like, for the person that's diehard, like, I don't care. I need to be in dance class. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say for, like, the traditional person that's maybe doing ballet, go take a Horton class. If you don't, you know, if you don't know about Horton, it's a, it's a style of modern dance. Uh-huh. Horton is done in parallel. And it, it strengthens those muscles that you don't use in ballet where you're turned out or jazz, anything that's turned out. So now it's like, okay, I'm still in dance class, but this type of technique is addressing imbalances, right? Mm. If you bun heads, you heard it here. Go over to Ailey, <laughs> take, take you a whore in class, you know, do what you need. Get in parallel, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> that's great advice. That's great advice. Um, what's the biggest thing you learned about yourself from being a dancer and uh, now as a physical therapist? Ooh, that I am better, healthier, and smarter when I'm dancing. Mm. I am nothing without dance. You know, dance was the catalyst for my health journey. When I was in PT school, I would make up choreo. To remember mm-hmm. the, the concepts. See, uh, <laughs> I love oh, yeah. that. <laughs> Honey, I can't. I remember, dang it, you know, the stripper, not the stripper, but you know, when you would like bend over and then you jiggle a little bit. Uh-huh. I, like, I would teach, I would use that little jiggle where you bend over. Deadlifts, honey. Pro- proper, how to properly pick up a box. Safety, ergonomics. Yes. Okay. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, oh my and god then, i wish this was video so we could like so everybody could see all these little things that you are doing it's hilarious um, and then um i wanted to say oh yeah just listening to to you guys the more i seek and seek out dancers and mm-hmm. speak to perform- and actually performing artists and listen to your podcast and learn about your fears. You know, I am, I'm able to gain your trust, you know, better as a, as a, as a doctor. Mm. And it becomes more than just, Oh, right. Which is different than a traditional physical therapist, even if that physical therapist is, in the performing arts, right? Because mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. oh, the research says this. Oh, this assessment checks this. And I'm like, no, but let's check in with the artists because they are they know their body. They're very yeah. aware. Yes. <laughs> you know <laughs> yourself they... the best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, it's just so, it's so important in addressing what you're doing on stage. What is something you wish you could tell your younger self that would have saved you from a mistake or heartache, either in your career or in your life? Mm, Stop being so hard on yourself. You're amazing no matter what size you are. That's really good advice. And I think think everybody listening could definitely hear that and also uh, really let that sink in because it doesn't matter what size you are, you are, you are great at every size. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember my first job outside of college, I had my degree in exercise science and you can't really do much until you get into physical therapy school with a degree in exercise science, you can't necessarily do much. And I didn't apply for any personal training jobs 
because I was like, I'm a size 16 and nobody will want to work with me. Mm. I So I applied to be at the front desk and swipe people in, even though I was probably over, more qualified than the trainers they had on mm-hmm. staff because mm. of my size. Oh, that's too like, bad. That, yeah. But but now you've got into a place where you see that it doesn't matter what size you are. You, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, what have you learned from a friend that you are grateful for learning? Ooh. It's about the long game. Mm. <laughs> you got you to gotta stick it out. You got to stick it out. I have a good friend of mine, uh, Charles Smith. He's a choreographer. And like 90 girls will show up to take this man's class mm-hmm. at Ripley. This was pre-COVID. And I remember I sat <laughs> down. <laughs> right. And I remember I sat down with him. And I was like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I want to impact the dance world. And I want, I want 90 people to show up for me. And he was like, Sure. Do you know how many years? It took me to get to this point. Do you know, like four or five years ago, it was me and maybe two other people. Mm. And that's when I was like, oh, you got to stay con- stay consistent. Keep going. Well, even if nobody shows up, keep going. Because it could be five years later and you pay your rent in a night. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> what have you learned from playing your favorite game on your phone? <laughs> so... This game technically isn't on my phone. Okay. But you remember Pac-Man? Of course. Okay. Pac-Man taught me that it's okay to pivot in life, right? Mm. When that, that game starts, you're like, oh, I see the end. I can make it. I got a plan. But then the little man comes and is trying to eat you. And mm. you got a skirt. You got, you got a skirt to the left. And it's not the plan that you originally had. Mm-hmm. But you pivot anyways, and you know you're going to end up at your destination eventually. And that's mm. really all that matters. Yes. That's great. I love that. Let's take one more break. And when we come back, we'll do some rapid fire questions, my new segment, In the Closet with Call Me Adam. And then I'll end with my famous question. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Dr. Sherelle Williams. Blazing deals, boundless options. It's hot grill summer at Whole Foods Market from June 14th through July 4th. Fire up the grill with quality cuts at the best prices. We're talking animal welfare certified meat. Check out the sales on bone-in ribeye, beef kebabs, and New York strip steak. Round out your barbecue with plant-based proteins, sliced cheese, soft buns, and all the condiments plus sales on fresh strawberries peaches and more don't forget the pie either get grilling at whole foods market terms apply the new 2023 ford escape is the perfect getaway car featuring an available 13.1 inch center stack screen 360 degree camera and bang and olufsen sound system and spatial flexibility for extra legroom. the new 2023 ford escape Learn more at Ford.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Hey, everyone. My name is Dr. Sherelle, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. Well, let's find out more about you, but let's go into some rapid-fire questions. Okay. Um, because that's another fun way. Well, that is a fun way to learn about my guests. So um, let's start with favorite TV show. 
Right now, Skin Decision. Oh, I haven't heard of that. What channel is that on? That's a great question. I so I watch it on Netflix. It's oh, okay. about plastic surgery. Like these this oh. plastic surgeon and then this nurse that does like skincare. Uh-huh. And oh my god, this one woman she got like shot nine times from her boyfriend before he shot himself and killed their kids. And so she comes in for a consult and she does like a tummy tuck and she, you know, reduces her markings and it's amazing. And I went down a rabbit hole of like looking into how physical therapists can help people that get like tummy tucks and Brazilian mm. butt lifts and you know. And so I found skin decision. And- <sighs> It's been my thing. Favorite musical? Hairspray. Yes. Love. Oh my God. Love that I, show. I always wanted to sing Welcome to the 60s. Oh. Uh, 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 you can go. sing more. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> go, mama. Go, go, go. Oh my God. You're so good. They need to do when Broadway comes back. We need we need a revival of Hairspray on Broadway, and I think we just found our new Tracy Turnblad favorite cereal. Special, I'm so lame. Special K with strawberries. Oh, fresh strawberries or like the Special K with strawberries that they sell. The the strawberries are and they sell like the freeze dried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, now I should. Why did I never put fresh strawberries in there? So simple. I don't know. Although this this past summer was not a good season for strawberries. I could not find unbruised strawberries. So maybe that. So this way, it saves you that heartache. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yes. Yes. Uh, favorite comfort food? Don't judge me. I'm so country. I love Gator Tail. Like alligator tail. <laughs> if y'all could have seen his face. <laughs> yes. Gator tail and frog legs. Okay. Judge, ne- don't judge me. I'm not judge judging. yourself. I have never, I've just never heard of anybody eating gator tail. Oh yeah. Down wow. south, you got a little seafood spot, get you uh-huh. some gator tail, some frog legs with a side of french fries. Oh, okay. It's, it's on. All right. I cannot eat that because I'm allergic to fish and seafood. So, yeah. Yeah. Does frog go in? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Is is alligator considered a fish or seafood? I mean, it's a reptile, right? Right. I'm not sure. I don't know. That would be interesting. Well, I'll have to listen to that. What does it taste like, gator tail? I don't want to say chicken. I, don't want to say that. <laughs> I hate that that answer. I don't know. I guess that's, I don't know. It's just good. Okay, it's real tender. All right. Well, one day, I, as long I'm going to first look into if it's part of the uh, aquatic life, and <laughs> if it's not, I will give it a try. Yes, you heard it I here first. <laughs> <laughs> if I could find it in New York. I would so, so get it. I only mm. had it in Florida because, you know, okay. you can go to the grocery store and you can get it there. Right. But. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> coffee or tea? And how do you take it? Ooh, Ethiopian coffee uh-huh. with, with oat milk, three sugars. Mm. <laughs> how does Ethiopian coffee differ from, say, like Dunkin' Donuts? 
Oh gosh. I made myself <laughs> sound like I was such a coffee snob. I'm <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know the flavor. Honestly, I only know about Ethiopian coffee because my roommate worked for um like a Moroccan based uh company and she had a coworker that was from Ethiopia and she bought Ethiopian coffee back to the house as a gift and I died. It was amazing. Wow. But it cost like fifty, sixty dollars just to get a bag here on Amazon. So I have oh to my God. Yeah. I'll go to Trader <laughs> Joe's. <laughs> Tr- yes. Trader Joe's Ethiopian is what I deal with now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh favorite game show? Oh, what is, oh my God, what is Steve Harvey hosting Oh, right Family now? Feud. Family Feud. Yes. I love Family Feud. Yeah, me too. Survey says, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite board game? Monopoly. Yes. Oh my God. We have to play sometime. Let, I'm a big kid. I love game night. You need to oh let me know. Oh my God. Oh my god! I actually that. have Golden Girls Monopoly. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Yes, I mean, there's like a Monopoly for almost every franchise out there. But, but I will say, I mean, as much as I love the Golden Girls Monopoly, I mean, regular original Monopoly, and I am the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've called it already. Serious. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know. Is Taboo considered like a board game? Yes. Yes, I would say, well, maybe that's more of a game that you act out. Like I had, I actually just did an interview with um, with uh, Eric Nelson. Um, he was one of the producers of The Inheritance. Okay. And he said, he likes games that you act out. So he, he said, I like games that I act out. But if I'm thinking of like a board game, board game. And then he gave his answer. So Taboo would be, I would consider it a board game. But I think that's more of a game that you act out. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love Taboo. I would take mm. Taboo over Monopoly, but I suck at I suck at Taboo. Yeah, I don't think I would be very good at Taboo either. But <laughs> it's okay. Hey, okay, if we're doing a game night, we might have we might have time to do both. Who knows? Oh yeah. 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 We could do. We could somehow do a virtual Monopoly night. Somebody has to have online a type of yeah definitely it's done yes we'll find it and do it (laughs) uh favorite your uh go-to karaoke song dance with somebody Mm. Whitney Houston yes love it classic yeah I don't know if I hit all the notes all the time but I'll be giving you a cute two-step ah and get it I I love that I love that. I'm not hitting any of the notes any of the time, but I still love singing it. So, <laughs> yes. Um, and your go-to emoji when texting. Okay, so I don't know if it's technically this. I think okay. they're high five hands, but I call them hallelujah hands. Uh huh. Like a praise God when you something something good happens. I use yes. that emoji, but I think it's high five. I call hallelujah hands. But yeah. y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. The it's like um uh I mean nobody's gonna be able to see this except you, but it's like the two hands that are like up and it has the little stars over it. Yes. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I would call that the hallelujah hands or the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Like praise like 
Yes, praise yes, God. Praise God. Amen. Yes. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it. Oh, that's actually all the rapid fire questions. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. So much fun. So much fun. Um, all right. Well, now we're going to move into a new segment I have called In the Closet with Call Me Adam because I do all my interviews from my closet. So what is... No way. Yes, way. You're in your closet right I now? I am literally in my closet. And I have my shirts hanging above me to help absorb the sound. I didn't even peep that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this is cute with the closet segment. Yes. Um, what is one physical item you have in your closet? Y'all don't make fun of me. You remember those Jansport rolling backpacks? Yes. No? Yes. <laughs> so I was like a private school nerd. I had a rolling backpack. My rolling backpack is still in my closet. Oh, I love that. I put my speaker in it. Like when I was teaching dance classes, I uh-huh. would just roll my speaker around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And a quick story. So I live in, you know, I'm, I'm in Harlem, but the, the Trader Joe's wine store, the only one is like, what is it? Fourth street or Fourth? Yes. Oh yeah. In Union but, Square. Right. 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 And they Union have Square, yeah. the best wine prices. So I took my rolling backpack to go to the store and just load up on wine and bring it back to Harlem. But I'm so dumb. I didn't bring anything to cushion. So I'm rolling it on the concrete and oh, the bottles no. start breaking in the backpack. And then I start rolling the backpack around the regular Trader Joe's grocery store and they have to come clean it up. I was like so oh embarrassed. I, also, I felt so dumb. Like, why did I think <laughs> about this? Oh my god, so that's my rolling oh backpack my story. God. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> the second part to this quest to this segment is: um, what is one item you hide in your closet when guests come over that you don't want them to see? Um, I guess like I don't know, my drying rack. Okay. You know, <laughs> for the ladies, you know, you want to put your, is that, is that your good bras in the uh-huh. drying rack. Like yeah. the drying rack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Is that inappropriate? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, if, if I had a good pair of underwear that I'd want to put in the wash, I would put it on a drying rack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's the whole segment. It's just those two quick questions. That so, was cute. Like thank this. you. Thank you. So I always end my interviews um, playing off of the title of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. So mm-hmm. if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't talked about previously, what would you share with me today? Um, so my size impacted my career choices you know, a lot more than mm-hmm. I realized. And, you know, something that I really haven't told anyone. And so if somebody steals it, I know it's one of your listeners and I'm coming for you. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I would love to create like a program for young dancers and those that are in musical theater. And you have to be like a size 10 or bigger. Mm. Like we'll, ex- we'll accept everyone, but priority is going to be you're a size 10 or bigger. But you still have to audition because we're not playing that. Like you still need to hit the step. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to hire the best choreographers around the world 
to work with these kids. So they're not denied access to amazing training. Oh, that would be incredible. Right? Yes. Kind of make yes. lots of money though first. But like, I just think everybody, like everyone that you ever dreamt of working with, I want to work with you. And I need it to be, you need to be like size, I don't know what the requirement is, 10. I don't want to, I hate putting things, but I just want yeah, them to be yeah. bigger. And traditionally, they wouldn't get chosen for mm-hmm. a summer program or a conservatory. You know what I mean? I want to give them that, that, that experience because I was denied that experience. Yes. So many times. I think that would be such a beautiful way to pay it back, pay it forward. Well, not pay it back because since you were denied, but pay it forward um, and, and, you know, help, help the, the children, you know, give the children something that you didn't have because, because of, of your size. Yes. Yes. Definitely. I think that's great. And like you said, you heard it here first. So we'll know. We're going to know. Exactly. If anyone feels it. Yes. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love talking to you. I think um, what you're doing is amazing. I think everybody listening, especially the dancers out there, um, look up Dr. Sherelle Williams. Uh, tell people where they can find you uh, on the internet. So on Instagram, I am at leg up fitness, leg, L-E-G-U-P, and then F-I-T-N-E-S-S. And then my website is www.leguppt.com. So you can find me there. I have like lots of goodies and free resources for you. And you can also contact me there. Or you can slide into my DMs. Well, everybody is going to come find you on the <laughs> internet. Everyone's going to slide into your DMs. Um, you have to check out her Instagram is incredible. She does have a lot of dance videos on there. Um, and um, we can't wait to continue to watch what you do. And then always here at the Broadway Podcast Network, remember, We have over 70 theater and art-related podcasts, so keep listening. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story, for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lived for the business of show. Call me Adam.com. Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. 